0: (music) Thank you. Hello guys, and welcome back to High Key Adult Teen, aka the not-so-serious guide as to how to live your best life as a teen, late teen, or fresh adult. I am your host, Jada, and today we've got a great episode coming your way. Today's guest is the wonderful Ron Starling. Today we dive into the pain of growing up as a creative and not really knowing what path to take, as well as gaining inspiration and how to correctly do that, because yes, there is a correct way. I know that you guys will enjoy this episode, so if you do, be sure to rate and review this episode as that helps the podcast i wanted to start shouting out a reviewer of the week so here's today's first one so today's reviewer of the week says this makes me so motivated to get up and do things she is motivating i like to listen to her before i go to bed she's just amazing love you jada and you're amazing Thank you so much. I love to hear that, and I love knowing that I have this impact on you guys, and I I just really appreciate you guys listening to it because, I don't know, it's so interesting to see that you guys love this side of content as well because I'm typically a YouTuber. So, yeah, I like that you guys also like just, I don't know, hearing my voice. That's weird, but thank you. That's so sweet. So, yeah, again, be sure to rate and review the podcast after listening, and that's the tea now for highs and lows of the week i do have a high and a low we'll start with the low my low this week is just a typical one that i've honestly been feeling for the past coronavirus time is that i just really miss new york city and that's honestly just true tea i miss it so much i miss the energy of it i miss just being somewhere else honestly because coming back to your hometown i don't know if any of you guys can relate from i don't know leaving college or just staying home thinking that you guys were going to go somewhere else. It's just weird because I don't know. I just miss New York City and I miss the normalcy of that. Um, But I do think that a lot of good has come out of this time and a lot of thinking and self-reflection has been done. So... Yeah, I do miss it. I miss it so much and wish I was honestly back up there now, but I'd rather not rush the process and just get things done here while I can, save money, and then, yeah, I'll move when I'm comfortable because who knows? A second wave scares me a lot. I was talking to one of my friends last night and she was like, are you coming back soon? Like this and that. And it's nerve-wracking because we don't know what this holds. We don't know if there's going to be a second wave. We don't know what's going on. I honestly do want to move before the end of the year and have my own sense of independency again, but- If that's not the best option, then I won't do that because I do have a family that welcomes me into their home. So, with that being said, I am very grateful to be in this position and I'd rather honestly stay at home if that's what's best for me. Yeah, so that was the low. And next, my high definitely has to be me just pushing out a ton of content this week. Like, it has been i don't know the past two three weeks i've been just grinding ever since i created my schedule for youtube i've been consistently creating content for youtube as well as consistently doing podcast episodes i am so early with all my podcast episodes like this episode was recorded what a week and a half ago something like that and only now it's coming out so i'm very like on top of my ish to say the least and as well as now i'm What's stressing me out, which is still a high because I'm glad that I'm able to do this and glad that I have the idea and drive to do this But i'm creating an online course and this is the first time that I really announced it I might have announced a little bit of it on instagram, but not really diving into it I just kind of asked what people would want to see in an online course But i'm officially doing that and I kind of want to release it mid-july But I will be shifting a lot of things around with my patreon if you guys are a part of patreon squad Um, it is such a good time. It's just I want to shift it around to best suit my schedule because it's kind of all over the place right now which is fine but I have a really tight-knit group on there so if you guys want to join Patreon I say join now because I will not be charging this low ever again and these Patreon members that I have right now are like family so I'm honestly going to let them keep their membership and we'll have our our own personal like one-on-one stuff aside from Patreon but I'm going to be changing my Patreon so if you guys want to join now join now so that everything will stay the same for you because I told my Patreon members that I will keep everything the same for them because I want to still let them grow with this program if they're not done and then yeah so I will be shifting everything from my online course and putting that on my new website that hasn't launched yet as well as just tons of things so I've been on a big creative high but There are tons of things going on right now, so I just want to make sure that I have a wrap on all of it and just kind of in an organized way because there's a lot going on. Yeah, with that being said, that is my high of the week, feeling really good and really confident about the work that I'm putting out, and honestly, it just makes me feel great. So, that was about it. Thank you guys so much for listening to this beginning of the podcast, and let's go ahead and get into this exciting episode. (music) Okay guys, hello Ron. How are you doing Hi. today?
1: I am well. Um it's been what is it? It's like one o'clock right now. So yeah. I'm just having a day. Got I had a few work things.
0: Awesome.
1: Yeah, it's my day off. So I'm really excited.
0: Oh, I'm so excited to have you on today. While we were on a call the other day, we actually figured out that we have so many similar thoughts, just like everything. So it's yeah, so I want to just know everything. Let's go into it. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So tell me a bit about yourself and just the work that you do.
1: Okay, great. Um, so my name is Ron. Um, my last name is Starling. A lot of people mm-hmm. ask me if that's a fake last name. But I it's, love it. It's, it's like
0: superstar like. It's done. Right. It's amazing. I'm like,
1: oh, twinkle. I Starling. love it. Yes. Um, so it's my real last name, and uh, let's see. I'm 24 years old. I just moved to Tulsa, Oklahoma, just a few months ago. I'm from Brooklyn, New York, and uh, let's see, like I, uh, a couple of years ago, one day, I just was like, yo, I don't like working. I don't like working for people. Mm-hmm. Um. And I just felt in my heart that I needed to just kind of go on a limb creatively. So I left my job and I started my freelance photo, video, social media career. And it worked like it just it just I don't really know how to explain how it worked, <laughs> but it totally did. I took a chance. Um, I just went for it, went all in. And I would honestly say everything that I put into it, I've mm-hmm. definitely gotten out, gotten out of it. And that's kind of been if you ask me in a quick short story that's probably what i would say like
0: that's awesome. you, i got out of
1: this what i put into it
0: for sure for sure i feel like whenever creatives decide to kind of take on that freelance jump leap of faith it's always a scary thing because it's just so uncertain i mean just like i mean right now especially due to corona and just everything going on like everything's uncertain as uncertain as it could possibly be anyways so freelancing a lot of people i feel like right now are also taking that chance because everyone's working at home everyone's just kind of doing that whole kind of thing so tell me do you like do you kind of remember how it all started like were you in school or like college or like kind of how did that all happen
1: yeah, so it's actually so funny. I was working at a church and I uh, had just recently switched to doing their social media and I was like, yo, this is, this is fun. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I could, I could do this for people. And then I kind of realized that everybody needs it, but no one knows how to do it. Mm-hmm. So everyone, and, and at that point in time, video was on the come up. It wasn't like video was everything. It was more so like video is something that people see, they understand its value and not a lot of people can do this. So um, it's worth money. And mm-hmm. then on top of that, once you make it, it's like, where do I put it? How do I do that? Right. How do I caption it? What are the pictures that go to this video and how can I make this worth worth the moment? Mm-hmm. Um, and Once I realized that, I kind of just um, was like, I just made a, a game plan. And I was like, yo, I bet if I asked five companies to pay me every month to do the social media or make videos for them every month, I could make way more than what I'm making right now. And, for real. and then I was for like, real. I think I'm just going to go for it. I'm just going to do it. I took the time that I was at work to um, really make that game plan and make it kind of simple in my mind so that I can understand it. And then I just went for it. It was completely scary. I had no idea what I was mm-hmm. doing and it was so, it was such a bad timing for me because I had just moved out of my parents' house about, about Maybe a year or so beforehand mm-hmm. and my lease was up at my last apartment so I was looking for a new place to live and at that same exact time I was looking for basically work and then I was like oh snap this may not have been the greatest idea so I <laughs> saved up for about like two or three months to um, to kind of just get started and then I I like asked family I was like hey look I'm, I'm finna quit my job y'all I don't know what I'm doing but it would be really great if you could just let me stay at your house just for a couple months mm-hmm. till I get it together and I'm doing this business thing. So I literally, I went for it and before I even could get it, actually get started, mm-hmm. people were already asking me like, oh, hey, I know you've done this. Can you help me with this? Or I've seen you do this before. So um, can you make this video? Can you take these photos? Can you shoot my engagement? Can um, can you take this, like, can can we have a photo shoot? And I'm mm-hmm. like, yo, this is crazy. Like, I can actually do this. So, um, I think it was the first week of September, is, it was my last day at my job. And then of the next, by that of 2018. Okay, got you. Um, and then that's literally that same Wednesday, I had my first gig. And I was like, this is.
0: Duh, yo, yes. okay. <laughs>
1: um, and then it kind of just progressed from there. And um, I, I started. Um, solidifying price points things that and based off of what it is that I knew that I needed mm-hmm. based off of the equipment that I was using and how much I wanted to make and if I wanted 10 clients a month then I'm like mm-hmm. okay well I'm gonna base it based off of how how much money I'm spending every month on my equipment and then divide that by 10 and I'm like you know what that's that's what I want if I get more than 10 I win if I get less than 10 mm-hmm. then I'm losing money right. so um, I kind of just went off of that and man it was so funny there's uh, one of my mentors this guy his name is sean cannell he is if you don't know who sean cannell is i do this not is the time. i want to know um such a plug so he is this youtube wizard he has a, a youtube academy uh, he has like three channels or two channels over a million right now and just he's crushing it he, he runs this thing called think media and it's actually a youtube channel for beginners and he shows people how to not only um Like Excel in media as Mm -hmm. in like if you're using a camera or if you're looking for gifts or um, um, If you are trying to start a YouTube channel, he's like an expert at starting things so that you can actually teach people how to do it Um, He uh, he was one of the first people to ask me to make videos for him a long time ago I think I was probably 18 at the time he was just like hey man, look I need you to make this video um, I don't know how well you know it, but I've seen you I've seen you execute and make videos before you've made videos and um, put them on YouTube and they've done really well. So mm-hmm. I need you to make a video for me and I was like, okay, say less. So at that time, I had no idea about really Premiere Pro or um, really anything. I was just making them kind of sort of however I could and he just trusted me with it and then I crushed it and he was like okay I see you and then from then on I was like I'm just gonna keep learning from you from a distance so every time he put out something I would ask him about it or whenever I could see him I would sit down with him. and when I quit my job he was one of the first people that Mm -hmm. I sat down with and I was like hey this is kind of sort of what it is that I want to do this is kind of how I feel about it and he kind of just gave me um, just some tips on how to be me how to be authentically me but then also uh, how to have like a creative process and a creative plan and um, he always would encourage me to um, go after my goals creatively when not really other, many other people would tell me to do so. But, mm-hmm. so he's, a, he's so dope. Um, subscribe to his YouTube channel, yes. like literally, he's so fire. Um, <laughs> yeah, so uh, he was actually like one of my first clients and I think from then on, it's kind of just been like, oh snap, like this is really a thing, let's go. And then I literally, there's a whole story behind it, but I ended up traveling to Europe Yes, um, ended so up cool. going to India, I like it's crazy, so so life yeah, just
0: like changed. that's amazing. Life
1: literally changed for sure in for sure. a matter of basically moments, but it was a lot of moments of consistent fighting um, like my feelings, mm-hmm. consistent moments of wanting to just get a normal job or consistent moments of just saying right. like, oh I want to get my own apartment and it's it'll get here. Mm-hmm. Um, oh my right. gosh, if you're listening to this, um, just subtle encouragement. If you're waiting for something, or if you're working for something, is probably the the real thing. If you're working at something, um, it, patience so patience, so pays bro. off. Oh my god! for yeah.
0: sure, for sure. So
1: much so, um, I wanted to to just get a normal job just so I can get my own apartment because I was living at my mm-hmm. aunt's house. But so I was like, if I just wait just a few or more weeks, wait. I can probably just a do this. Bit, right. Just a little bit, yeah. And even right now, I um, like personal little moment for me. Um, uh, we do this thing here in Tulsa. It's called Hot, where you're hu- humble, open, and transparent. Mm-hmm. And um, so, a hot moment for me, I'm saving up to buy a Tesla. And,
0: oh my um, gosh. That's I amazing.
1: really, really want to buy a Tesla. So do and,
0: I, literally. Like,
1: who doesn't? Who doesn't? E- exactly.
0: exactly. So,
1: <laughs> I have like. Just about, I'm like really right there. Probably like probably a couple more hundred dollars, and I can oh my like god start the process wow. like getting this car. And I'm like oh my god, like yo, that's crazy. Uh-huh. That's so wild. But like right now in this moment, I can't explain to I I, I literally words cannot explain how much I need a car right mm-hmm. now because I currently don't have a car. Um, I stuff to get around. I live like 20 minutes from where I work right now. Mm-hmm. Um, there's I'm in a new city. Like I don't really know a lot of people that well. And I don't want to ask people for rides all the time. Mm-hmm. So I'm Ubering a oh, ton right now. Oh
0: gosh, wow. And I'm
1: just like, this is, the, who invent <laughs> like, I love you for inventing Uber, but this is stupid. Is right. <laughs> um, um, so I'm like, I'm just going to buy, yesterday, I think it was, was it yesterday? Or the day before yesterday? Yesterday, I was looking up cars and I was like, I'm just going to buy a car right <laughs> now. But um, just a little bit of encouragement to mm-hmm. anyone, including myself, I need this don't give in mm-hmm. keep working keep hustling keep grinding because what you need what you want what you're working for is, is so worth being patient for if we're sure. focused on the result we're not gonna we're not gonna get it like mm-hmm. if i i was just watching something um by this guy named mike todd um he's my pastor here at, uh at my church in tulsa he um literally just said it he was like if i focus on the result. I'm pro- like my mind is is um, I'm not going to get it mm-hmm. if I work out for a week and I only think about the result yeah. nothing's going to change but if I'm my focus is on the resolve if mm-hmm. my focus is on like the actual process, uh, journey of getting journey, to the goal yeah. the process mm-hmm. um, it's going to be a lot easier to get to the results the results come when you focus on your resolve but yeah so all that to be said, keep grinding, keep
0: hustling. <laughs> of course, of course. I love that for you. You just oh my gosh, you embody just that like go getter, like type of person. I'm literally the exact same person. Do you know yes, your Enneagram? Can, Do you I know can it? Hear it.
1: Oh my gosh yes i love enneagrams i'm a seven
0: you're a seven okay i was talking to another person on the podcast and Mm -hmm. you guys are like so similar and i'm the same way i'm an enneagram type three because it's like the achiever the like this 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 and i think she said she was a seven as well or a two or something like that and i was like that's so weird how like we all have similar personalities and like that go-getter type of whatever but they're all like different it's so interesting to me it's
1: wild yeah i love enneagrams and and what's really cool is like i think um, certain numbers are uh, connected to your health number. So, like when you're super healthy, you start to do things like another number.
0: Interesting. Um, I
1: don't know what I don't know what mine is or what a threes is, but yeah, I'm hoping that they're similar because that's uh-huh. so cool. Yeah, that's
0: yeah. so interesting. I just wanted to like bring that up because I've been bringing that up like all the time on all the recent episodes. So yeah, I wanted to kind of ask just how you figured out that this was something that you want to do like taking a leap of faith you don't just take a leap of faith on something that you're not passionate about you don't just kind of jump into something when you don't know if there's you know like there's always going to be uncertainty but you never just like try different things just to try different things i know you like had to take this big step so i guess just talk about the pain of just growing up as a creative and kind of not knowing where you fit not knowing all the different things that you do because i remember you told me that you like grew up doing so many different things so how did you kind of settle with videography
1: Oh my goodness! The process has been rigorous and confusing, um, but it it all started. I would honestly say probably when I was like five or six years old. So when I was super young, and then here's how we related. This is super mm-hmm. cool. I started dancing um, in New York. I feel like if you don't dance and you're from New York,
0: right? You don't
1: you're just it's not right. Like you ain't <laughs> really from New York if you don't know how to dance. So, it was a very cultural uh, appropriation type of thing. And so, I think me just being someone that loves uh, being in the center of things and loves... Um, I, I want to say I love attention, but I really don't love attention. <laughs> but maybe as a kid, I just Now, you're behind it. the but camera.
0: You're just like... I would <laughs> always
1: be in front of... Like, in the middle of the dance circles. Always, like... I saw you at the
0: wedding or something the other day and you were killing it. You were like in the middle, just throwing it down. I was like...
1: (laughs) Legitimately the joy of my life. Um, (laughs) Amazing. So I've been doing that since I was at, since, literally since I could remember. And uh, my dad actually told me the story. He was like, you were three years old and you were obsessed with DMX at the time. I don't know why a three-year-old would be obsessed with DMX. But he was like, yeah, I was hanging out with my friends. I brought you with me and a DMX song came on. And you were like, Yo, this is my song. I'm like, I didn't even know, like I knew song like songs at three. But he was like, You literally got us all together and you sang the whole song and I was like, What? at three? Let's go. Done. Um but yeah, I think it kind of just progressed from there and i start, so i started dancing um and then you got like movies like you got served and then like um like great dancers like chris brown and then uh michael jackson and so it was just like i was just so influenced by so many people and like yo i'm gonna dance like this is really gonna be like step up i'm mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna be a step up yeah um and i just thought like dance was life at the time and um what happened after that i think that was just like one of the things that I did that was creative that i didn't know was creative and mm-hmm. then it moved on and then and when i was in school dance turned into theater
0: mm-hmm. and then
1: i started to be in plays and then by being in plays i was like okay well what else can i do so i started to sing and um i i started accumulating all of these like talents and gifts and i was like yo this is so fun mm-hmm. um and then i think after that what did i what did i, I did something oh i started drawing i did so many <laughs> different things as like and all before i was like 15. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the people that do those things like when you're young Uh we kind of have the same mind we kind of we kind of are doing the same things right now because Mm -hmm. it's a part of who we are intrinsically it'll come out um so uh but growing up throughout all that time I would literally be at home and I would say I'm not creative Mm -hmm. I'm not a creative person um I don't have what it takes to be creative I'm not someone that can make something out of nothing um And I thought creativity was having great ideas. I thought creativity was um, making something that is beautiful. But I've learned over the past couple of years that creativity isn't exactly making something beautiful, but it's actually finding a solution to a problem. Um, So I I struggled with the idea of being creative and it, it staggered me. So honestly, my first YouTube video I made when I was like, I think 13 or 14, and then I had one that blew up when I was like 15 Mm -hmm. and then um, I just stopped. I just, I didn't think to make anything. I didn't want to make anything. And it was because I was really crippled with the idea of me not being creative. Mm I fully accepted it. I didn't debate it. I didn't uh, think twice. Whenever I saw someone that was creative, I would say, man, I wish I could do that. Or whenever I had a, one of my best friends actually, um, he is this incredibly talented uh, guitarist. Mm -hmm. He's just phenomenal musician and I would always just sit and watch him play music or sit and watch him learn or xyz and I'm like dang I wish I was able to do something like that um and then it wasn't until I really met Sean Cannell where he literally looked at me and was like bro you are one of the most creative people that I know don't not don't think that you're not creative Mm -hmm. and then that kind of started to switch in me um and that's I think that's why he was one of the first people that I talked about just because that moment was so huge for me I I uh, remember just feeling so empowered and invigorated and encouraged that day. And it wasn't long after that that I started doing graphic design. Mm-hmm. It wasn't long after that that I started doing motion graphics. It wasn't long after that that I started to open Premiere Pro and, and think to do video. And I was like, this is actually becoming easy for me. Like, it's not hard for me to think of things. It's not hard for me to piece things together. I can look at things now and and say, oh, I understand how to how to do that, how to make mm-hmm. that. I see that layer, I see those colors, and one day I just started to. I, I don't know how it happened, but I think over time, just as uh, if you're a photographer, this this is I think this is what happens. It only takes about six months, but you start to see colors, um, like things. You just see them differently. Th- mm, things become more saying. vibrant. It's important, especially as a creative, but you have to practice. It's a muscle that yeah, you have to practice. Right.
0: Just like anything and, else, um, for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: And So, I mean, I guess creativity is a muscle that you have to practice. Mm-hmm. Cre- finding solutions to problems is a muscle that you have to practice. Um, and I think um, I just gravitated toward what I was graced in. I, I realized that uh, doing graphics and videos was so easy for me. And then I was like, Oh snap, <laughs> uh, okay. Because it came so easy to me, um, that's kind of just what I locked into. And now it's to a point where someone's like, oh, I need to make this video. And now before they even finish the sentence, before they you have uh, a tell vision. me the entire creative, I have a whole vision right. for it. I was listening to a song and I like basically made a music video to it. Mm-hmm. And then someone sent me a song yesterday and he was like, I have a, I have a question. Like I, I, I wrote this song, but I don't necessarily know how to tell a story out of it. And mm-hmm. I listened to it one time and I was like, oh, this, 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 and this, mm-hmm. you can put this here and this tells that and that person can do this and they can realize this and then you can reverse engineer mm-hmm. that. And now you have a whole, you basically Same. make a movie out of it. Right. And I was like, I don't <laughs> even know that I, and it's so it, like you begin to see things mm-hmm. differently. Um, and that's how I ended up picking a video because um, I think just this whole arena in general, like mm-hmm. uh, a creative vision or uh, I, I essentially just call myself an artist or uh, content creator because I, whenever I see things, like I see, um, right now we're on Facetime, so I can see your wall. Right, and it's like <laughs> my phone I, wall. Everyone I, knows. I, I wish that, that they could like move and it, like all of them, they really tell a story about uh-huh. your life, and that's just the coolest thing ever. And I, I think um, you just begin to see things differently. So um, if you're listening, honestly, whatever it is that you feel graced in whatever not not resistance resistance is a whole nother thing yes. <laughs> um but what you feel graced in like where it, it comes very easy to you like once you get it started it's like oh wow i got that um because it might be hard to start um it might be hard to honestly finish but if it comes to you and then it, it just. It does well. I'm pretty sure that's probably you'll something feel that you're
0: it. Yeah, you you'll just, like feel, feel that. it. Yeah, it's that energy. Yeah, yeah exactly. For sure. You felt that. Yes, of course. And it's like I think how you were talking about, like how you kind of start seeing things. It's the same thing with models. Like we talk about how when like posing, it's a craft. Like not everyone can photograph so well. Is. I mean, you can be the most beautiful looking person in the world, but if you don't know how to model and like know where the lighting's hitting your face and you don't know all these things. People just Mm -hmm. start to like, as models. I think, who was it? Who said it? I think it was Carly Kloss. I was listening to her speak and. Someone was asking her, like, do you know what you look like when people are taking photos of you? She said yes. She said every single time I get photographed, whether if it's for a shoot, whether if it's for a runway and they're taking whatever, she says, I know what that photo is going to turn out like because I've done this for so long. Like every single time someone takes a photo of her, she knows exactly what it's going to look like, which is so weird because some people just like, you know, she knows exactly what it is. Exactly, And that's so crazy because you see so many
1: people. That's actually the most interesting. Please send me that because mm-hmm. that's so good. I need to um, to look into that because low-key, you know, modeling is fun. And I want to, but yeah. um, <laughs> there's a whole story to that too. Like, I can't wait to tell you. But uh, it's so funny that whenever you take a picture of someone, the first thing people do is they say, oh, oh can, can I, I see, see it? it? Yes. And if it's a group photo, they look right at themselves mm-hmm. immediately. And it's mostly because they don't know what they look like and they have to gauge, they have to to look and say like, ooh, can we do that again? Mm -hmm. When someone that is, honestly, I think everyone should be that Mm self-aware. If I know how I look at all times and I'm taking care of myself consistently, I have a skincare routine, Mm -hmm. um, I I make sure that I moisturize, I uh, like, if I'm eating something, I'm just gonna go floss afterwards Mm -hmm. because that's what we're supposed to do anyways. If you are aware of how you look, and like your posture like mm-hmm. we should be aware of our posture at all times for anyways. sure
0: and some people just don't um, know some people don't know that <laughs> and some
1: people just don't you just slouch in and, yeah. then, and then you have to watch a tiktok that says like put your shoulders back and oh
0: then yeah it's t- so funny like that you say that
1: tilt your head down and then look at that look you're at your straight show. into the whistle <laughs> and then everyone's like yeah
0: <laughs> no one can um, see that but i saw it and it was really funny
1: <laughs> oh my goodness if you haven't seen it it's it's like the posture tiktok yes, it's kind of funny for everyone's sure. making and fun everyone of it. everyone tries it, but it. But posture is great yeah so shout out to carly kloss because
0: right
1: for that wisdom because i'm mm-hmm. definitely taking that and running with it for no sure. more bad photos Exactly. 2020 no more bad photos yes
0: exactly exactly but i think that's just such a craft but as of like anything else like i feel like whenever you do work or like if you're an artist you kind of have a vision in your head like you know what yes. the things that you're doing what it's going to look like you know what i'm saying and it's like
1: 100 you just you
0: just develop those skills i think so many people always wonder like where do I start? Like, I don't really know what this is going to look. I'm like, you just kind of have to start and get the momentum rolling because otherwise if you just don't start, you're just never going to start. You're just going to sit there with the idea the entire time and that just doesn't help anyone. That doesn't help anyone, you know? So yeah, Um, I wanted to ask you just about like your creative style. Where do you just gather your inspiration from? What makes you, you? Like what makes your stuff, you? Yeah.
1: Okay, great. So I have this friend, his name is Phil Litvin. Uh, his name is real too. Like, I, I don't know. I don't know how I meet people with great names, this but his great. last name is really, it's literally Litvin. <laughs> and I'm like, yo, like it's lit. But, um, so he, I met him one day and, um, we were all watching his videos and I was like, bro, this is the most amazing thing I've ever seen in my entire life. And he's like, what? This is, this was, this is nothing like, don't even, what? I don't deserve all that. Um, and he's super humble. So it actually really was a pretty incredible video, mm-hmm. but, um, he was just telling me about the process and I was just like, I need to learn how to do that. I don't care how long it takes, I want to do that. I want to make videos at this capacity. Mm-hmm. I want to tell, I want to feel, I want to make people feel the way you made me feel when I saw that video. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, yo, let's sit, like let's get together, let's let's do this. And I was like, say less. <laughs> um, so we actually got to sit down talk about it and kind of just go through that. And I got to pick his brain and then he was telling me about people that inspired him i gonna be honest i'm i only i only got like maybe 33 of that i was <laughs> i was listening but i forgot um and he told me about um this guy named sam colder and um and then i started to watch his videos and it's so funny a lot of people watch his videos and then completely copy his style mm-hmm. but um i watched his video and I, di- I wasn't i didn't i didn't want to have his style but i was like I want to, again, be able to tell stories like that. So I analyzed the, the actual sequence of things that mm-hmm. he told a story. And there's a, I believe, fully believe there's a way that you can tell a story um, that is captivating, that mm-hmm. um, gets you on the edge of your seat, For that sure. keeps, you, keeps you engaged. And so I believe Sam Colder is one of those people. Um, there's a guy, his name is Donald Miller. He's one of those people. George Lucas, the guy who made Star Wars mm-hmm. is one of those people because um, he i i almost wish george lucas made videos that weren't about star wars to see how like how he could have made an even bigger fan base because the he even wrote a book about or someone wrote a book about how he told the story of star wars mm-hmm. but and that person is donald, donald miller lol um but uh, and then um i then i st- i was like okay i'm just gonna give it a go i'm gonna start mm-hmm. and then i met another friend he introduced me to this guy named jesse driftwood and i was like okay if I just come like take come. my favorite pieces of all these things yes. and just make it me, mm-hmm. I think I can do this. So uh, my first video, I, I I gave it a go. I put some transitions in there that I really enjoyed. I told a story that I liked, and then uh, I added aspects of slow motion. I made it fun. Mm-hmm. I, I like um, had like a great intro, and I was like, "Yo, this might be it. Yeah. I think I got it." And then ever since then, every single video I've ever made has been essentially a variation of that. Mm -hmm. So um, I think that's just how I ended up getting my style from taking bits and pieces of people that I think are great Mm -hmm. and then not don't copy it yes just make oh my it your gosh
0: end. i kid you not i'm freaking out because i just had this conversation with a bunch of my subscribers like i always go live all the time and that's the one thing like i i do coaching and stuff like that for this kind of stuff for people trying to find their style and their inspiration and whatever and i always say that i say find the people that you were inspired by take bits and pieces and make it into your own thing there's a very big yeah. difference for being influenced and copying straight up. If you're copying straight up, you're just not providing any value from yourself, like, whatsoever. You're just copying work. But you have right. to just know the difference between being inspired and copying. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I feel like, yeah, you did that. Like, that's the exact thing that I talk about all the time, for sure.
1: Completely. I think, practically, what that looks like is, um, I don't want to steal your idea, Mm-mm. but I will steal your system if it works. Right, right, like, right because your system isn't, um, isn't copyrighted, but you are, Mm -hmm. and I would much rather, um, die an original Mm -hmm. than be a copy Mm -hmm. type of thing. Um, because the thing is what, how you were made your makeup, your, Mm -hmm. um, every, every single detail about you, Mm -hmm. um, was done on purpose. And I so believe that God made us all with intention. And there's Mm -hmm. so many things like where he's like, You're beautifully and wonderfully made and i've known you before you were born and i think all that is really for a purpose as and and like i'm not saying it like in a super spiritual way i literally mean it practically Mm -hmm. that every single detail about you is actually made for the world Mm -hmm. and that's kind of sort of what i want to talk about towards the end i like that i've never
0: heard that before
1: and like if you really really think about Mm it like anyone can do what you're doing but you were also chosen to be doing what it is that you're doing like Mm -hmm. like for myself like I, I don't want to downplay what the gifts that I have or the life that I get to, to live or mm-hmm. um, the talent that I have because the talent could have been given to anyone. anyone. And like, if, if I downplay that talent, then it's like, ah, I'm going to squander it. But if I take it seriously enough, but not exactly in a prideful way, then I can say something like, you know what? Anyone can do this, but I was chosen to do mm-hmm. this. And because of it, I'm going to execute it and I'm going to go for it well. Yes. And I, I think everyone should... Honestly, it doesn't matter where you come from, what space you're in or what you really believe. But I fully, I fully think that if you can operate in that kind of confidence, but then also be humble Mm -hmm. and know that someone else can do it, that that'll change your life.
0: Wow. That was phenomenal. I love that. I need to like quote everything that you said in that one little (laughs) spiel because it was amazing. Um, I just like getting insight from creatives that actually have this kind of insight. I think some people are just, I don't know, like, there's a whole layer to creativity. Like what do you actually call creativity? You know, like you are your own person Mm -hmm. and like whatever, but like when people are are able to explain it in a way like that, like I find that just so inspiring. I love that outlook so much. We'll be quoting that a ton. So just be aware. Um, So uh, I wanted to talk a little bit about um, you monetizing your craft as a millennial, just because I think Especially with freelancing and especially with just coming into the world and being like, hey, I want to be my own boss. I want to do this. How do you value your worth? Like, how did you find your first people to kind of pitch your idea to if you did that at all, you know? Mm -hmm. So kind of talk about just that in its whole aspect because look whether we like it or not money rules the world you know like you're going to it have to sure use does. it and you have to if you ain't got yeah. money
1: you broke for sure. in your bank account you exactly. even more exactly
0: you just have to like you you have to understand that it is a tool that is going to help you move forward if you look at it in a pessimistic way you're not going to earn any money you know but if you look at it in a good way and like use it utilize it as a tool utilize it as knowing that like you're going to be using it for something money does things you know what I'm saying so it's not a greedy thing like it really isn't there are some people who treat it like that but it is is yeah exactly so yeah I want to know kind of like your whole thing about that because I think some people don't understand their worth some people don't understand what they can bring to the table and you did talk about this a little bit at the beginning about how you sat down with yourself kind of said hey I think I want like 10 like really good clients that i'm like working with because i think some people also get super confused about oh i'm starting my own business i need to have like thousands and thousands of clients no like if you are like a personal trainer or something you're training like what five people you know what i'm saying and like that's your and full-time you did, you job a
1: six-month contract because you, exactly like, like change doesn't happen in a moment right so um oh my gosh the this is so funny okay so here we go yes um so again i like believe in god so the god says this about money he says the love of money is the root of evil evil. not money is Mm -hmm. root of evil but the love of it and i'm like oh okay Mm -hmm. i don't love money so i should be good but think about it this way if you think money is going to um like is the thing that changes Mm -hmm. things like it's really not Uh, it's um it's just a tool for you to get to where you need to be just as I'm gonna use a stapler to staple a piece of paper, I'm not like, oh my gosh, the stapler is the best thing No, Like I have to change my mindset about, like I I have a favorite cup, but the cup isn't like, it doesn't make the juice better. Like it doesn't make water better. Uh You know what I'm saying? So, um, and uh, there's so many people that have money that are un- uh, unhappy because unhappy. they were chasing the money mm-hmm. and like they and it's like, it's just a whole process. But money is a tool to get you to where you want to go, to where you need to go or where you can go. But um, it's because it's such a magnifier of what's already in you. Like when you have the ability to do what you want, um, then no one's gonna stop you and it's magnifying what, what's always been in your heart. Mm-hmm. So first, Hey, if you are doing, if you're being creative, honestly, for the money, people will, we we will know, Mm -hmm. like, there's so much just like YouTube, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, yes, transparency is such a a rampant thing right now, and we can feel when you're not genuine, we can, like, there are too many uh, empathetic and compassionate humans on this earth, especially in the creative field. If you're doing it for money, we will know, mm-hmm. and I'm not trying to scare nobody, and I'm not trying to say don't, work, don't, don't like, do, do right. things to make money, but just understand that it is a tool that can help not only change your life, but other people's lives. So um, once I kind of understood that, I, w- I was like, okay, I need to approach this just a little bit differently. If, if I look into the parking lot of where I'm at right now, and I see a pizzeria that is legitimately a family-owned pizzeria, great. And then I see a sandwich shop, then I see a gym mm-hmm. and then I see um, uh, I think there's a lash studio and then <laughs> there's also a uh, a massage place mm-hmm. okay five places mm-hmm. they creative, creative creatively think about this they have a problem what is their problem people probably don't know about what they have mm-hmm. people probably don't know how good it is people probably can't see how beautiful they can make pizza people probably don't understand how great of a massage are um therapists that person is or mm-hmm. what the lashes look like when they're done mm-hmm. and how beautiful it makes you feel. They all have that problem. And the thing is that no one can see what it is that's happening, okay? As a creative, if you're making graphics, you can make things that show people what's happening. Mm-hmm. If you're a photographer, you can take photos that show people how good the pizza looks, how good your lashes look, um, what it looks like to ha- to get massaged. Mm-hmm. If you can make video, you can show people like how the pizza's made, uh, what, what the lashes look like in real time. Mm-hmm. You can show people what are the details of a massage That I'm going to be honest, no one's really going to know, but they're going to try. <laughs> and if you, you all those for things, sure. and it's like, okay, I'm here to solve a problem for you, and I think I can use my creative talents to... Um, Put What it is that you have in front of people mm-hmm. and I don't I'm not promoting it. I don't have to promote it I would like to that's another thing that cost like that's mm-hmm. money Just one thing mm-hmm. out there if you want me if I go to um that pizza place and they're like, yeah um, uh, I just want people to know about this and you have 10,000 followers on Instagram mm-hmm. or honestly if you have 3,000 followers on Instagram, that's if you have one, five followers on Instagram, mm-hmm. that's called influence It doesn't mm-hmm. matter the size, but that's called influence mm-hmm. if you take a bomb photo of that pizza and say yo This is the best pizza I've had someone's going to ask you where to you get pizza from Mm -hmm. and like that in itself just like you know what i'm saying just think about that's just one point right Mm -hmm. you can they can they will give you free food they will pay you Mm -hmm. like i have the girl there's (laughs) been so many food that i've had for free right right i've made videos i have uh talked about it i've shared things and i'm just like yo Uh that takes absolutely that takes nothing on our end other than sharing the insight that we have from that restaurant or Mm -hmm. xyz and just sharing in our platform but then so that's one avenue that you can make money um and then second avenue is taking your creative actual like um like gift and saying hey look i will do this every month for you i will Mm -hmm. take 45 photos we can have two to one to two different photo sessions right and take photos for you every month because the thing is things live on instagram for about two to three days um sometimes five if Mm -hmm. it's really good but um, I will take photos for you every month which means that you've got like if let's just say you take 45 pictures for them mm-hmm. that's one picture a day that they can post mm-hmm. and then 15 stories uh-huh. so like and then you can get creative and share things and rework things and make rap like it, let's just say you take 60 photos like think about that and and now they've got two things mm-hmm. and that all can be shared so and, you, and we're not even talking about running the social media you're just saying exactly. I'll just do content for you mm-hmm. and like you you'll just say like I just have $500 a month from you and I will, I will do this. Mm-hmm. Okay. Dope. If you do that five times, mm-hmm. so that's $2,500 that you did not have in the bank. Yep. And that's, I'm going to be honest, that's real cheap mm-hmm. for you to go somewhere two times a month um, and, and give them high qu- uh, a solution to quality too,
0: <laughs> high yeah,
1: qual- exactly. And what you know you, you can combine, produce. Yeah, exactly. So if you take that right photos and you'll say, okay, I'm going to do graphics for you okay, I'll do video. Mm-hmm. That five can easily turn into 2,000. Mm-hmm. That five can easily turn into to three. And then you're like, well, do you know how to do this? Like, are you good with this? Like, <laughs> do you know what you're doing? Like, let's be real here. If you are under the age of 23, mm-hmm. um, you probably know every single social media like the back of your hand. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm kind of at an age where I'm like, I don't want to care about <laughs> nothing anymore. Like, it took me so long to get on TikTok. I love TikTok. Oh my gosh, <laughs> it's great.
0: Yeah.
1: But, um, like if you are um, a millennial or a Gen X, there's a 10 out of 10, Mm -hmm. like you should know most social media Mm -hmm. platforms. Um, they, but they probably don't. Okay. Well, look, I can do all these things for you. Um, and I'll run your social media, but here's the thing. It's not, I don't just post pictures. Mm -hmm. I don't just make a video. Um, I don't just make an ad for you. I'm actually like connecting with your customers I'm replying to comments I'm looking for new people I'm on your page and I'm liking photos of other other people I'm looking at people that are that are typing in pizza like I'll look at all the other pizzerias here's like just think about that like I'll look at all the other pizzerias for you and every day I'll just do I'll just do 90 people right Mm -hmm. and I'll like some of their pictures i'll comment on their photos and be like wow that was re-. and like it just puts that in in their mind just as like whenever i wake up and i see someone like five of my photos i'm gonna be like who this is right all
0: right okay That's-
1: let me look through and it, if and then i get to choose if i want to follow them or not mm-hmm. and it's the same exact thing for restaurants but no one for some reason thinks of it as a personal interaction um like it's the your, it's the social media is a way of taking the grand like pseudo mm-hmm. the manager of the business or the owner of the business saying I'm personally going to talk to you cuz like when glossier when I tagged oh, a glossier that. like in a in a story or something mm-hmm. and I'm like yo I'm trying to I'm trying to like make sure my skin looking right like what y'all got mm-hmm. and like they respond they to my comments they always answer
0: yes and
1: they always answer and I'm going to be honest I know nothing about makeup <laughs> But I love Glossier, glossier. and it's only because of that. And like, if someone was like, "Yo, what are you gonna buy?" or like, when people ask me like, "What I use in my 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 face?" I'm like, "Okay, weird." But I use this Glossier thing, Mm -hmm. or like, you know. And it's like, oh snap! And because of that simple thing, a comment or Mm -hmm. a repost of my story or um, respond to my DM, those things mean a lot to you. Um, And could you imagine if a business got to do that? Because they, ten out of ten, do not. Don't. Mm -hmm. Um, Like I um, work at a uh the church I, i'm like working at right now we're like sub sub to flex but we have like 300,000 followers on instagram and like we don't always respond to people's comments on instagram and i'm like yo 10 out of 10 if we responded to like at least 10 of those comments that we get a day someone's gonna be like oh my god like they mm-hmm. respond because even when i wasn't working here and they responded to my comments or reposted my <laughs> dms i was like y'all I made it. I'm famous. Like this is it. Like this is my best day of my life. Uh And I want people to feel that way. And you can make people feel that way simply by like one-on-one interactions. I call it sharing the love. Um, I uh, am like working on a talk um, on how to crush social media, and um, I fully believe the way you win on social media is uh, sharing the love that you want to receive. Mm -hmm. And it's so simple, but like I don't think anyone thinks about it yeah. so if you want love give love right. if you want love in real life give love if you want to be a great friend if you want to have great friends be a great friend it's like this it's a simple give and take like i don't want to treat people like how i don't like i wouldn't treat people how i i don't even know how to. i know club, what you're saying like, treat people how you want to be treated yeah. and it's this it's the same concept that goes into social media and on social media you can be everywhere at once mm-hmm. and in person i can only be where i'm at yeah and so but so I kind of deviated a little bit, but I hope that you're hearing what it is I'm saying and, and seeing that you can make money, by like understanding that every interaction is is it's is work key. It's that people so key. don't want to do, and you mm-hmm. can do it for your and you can do it for other people. For um, sure. So yeah,
0: I love sure. that. Go ahead,
1: flip that. Yes. Get get your cheddar. <laughs> like if you want to get if you want to uh, get an apartment, get like mm-hmm. do that thing. If you want to like you, this can pay for your school. Mm-hmm. This can pay for your like if you're trying to learn how to do this like and you want to go to school for it but like like the resources are there one go on youtube and then like finesse it figure it out and then like have that pay for school and then you don't even have to ask your parents to like and then that's a that's a flex okay you can say yo i really want to go to this school but um i'm gonna pay for it myself Mm -hmm. like could (laughs) you imagine how empowering that'll be or 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 be like yo look I'm going to do what I can. But if you gave me a little bit, like, and now you got double. Right, exactly. Now you can eat out every night. Mm-hmm. Now you can flex. Right. So, agreed, um, agreed. Yeah.
0: I love that. I love that outlook a lot. And I'm glad that you did touch about how, money yes it's great yes it is a tool but like it really does stem from the connection of people i think that's something that i really value my channel on my instagram on um i'm always sharing people i'm always dming i even just got this like texting service thing that's like amazing that like i'm being able to connect with people one-on-one that has always been important to me i'm always live streaming i'm always doing all of these like crazy things just to make sure that i that they know that i will connect with you you know and i think Fire. so many influencers or quote unquote i'm going to put this in air quotes influencers are just not uh-huh. they just don't use their platform in a way to actually influence like what are you trying to what are you trying to do like you know what i'm saying so i feel like for feel me like
1: miss misappropriated that word for it's sure like, like that's right why word. no one
0: likes that word anymore or like the people who actually are quote unquote like real influencers they don't even like that word anymore because it's just not it's not genuine and like i feel like it every, seems
1: like a little dirty it's
0: awful it's literally so bad and I make sure like I do the segment on my Instagram where I usually post followers like just like beautiful pictures of my subscribers and followers and they don't know it until they watch my story then they like feel so empowered because they're like oh my god I didn't even know that you knew that I existed like all that kind of stuff and I'm like that's what you have to do you know what I'm saying like they they don't ever know like I'm not a
1: great idea isn't it like
0: I'm just like I have like a little segment and it's like oh like showing my beautiful subscribers like and they don't know about it until they figure it out and then they just like DM me and they're like holy crap like you actually like interrupt with people and i'm like isn't that what you're supposed to do like i didn't that's think that what, was a question what this, is about. this is like especially yeah. if you do youtube or instagram and stuff like that like why wouldn't you take the extra second out of your day to answer something it takes two seconds to be like thank you you know what i'm saying so just
1: two seconds that's like, what i'm saying and that's seconds. how you build that's you really imagine? how you build
0: exactly two like, seconds
1: just imagine like picture me picture like if you're listening to this just picture this okay if um you tell someone like yo you got to listen to this person, right? Mm-hmm. And you happen to meet them or you like you DM them and then like they're like, "Oh, did they watch?" And then like they like, you just you hear a little bit about the story, just mm-hmm. like think about it. I tell I tell my brother like, "Yo, you got to listen to like Sean Cannell," mm-hmm. right? And then I'm like texting Sean Cannell or XYZ and he's like, "Yo, I told my brother about you." Yada yada and then he sends me a video and he's like, he says, my brother's name, hey, so-and-so, I'm mm-hmm. so glad you're watched, like, thank you for being a part of this, mm-hmm. I believe in you, X, Y, Z, and then send it to me, and then I can send it to him, so and now personal. it's like, it's so, wait a yes. minute, Agreed. it takes literally 30 seconds. Mm-hmm.
0: I voice message all the time, I, I feel like it's so much better sometimes than sending a DM, sometimes people want to know something, I'll send a quick voice message and be like, hey, I know this, I, I probably did that to you, I feel like, I think I did that to you a couple Definitely. times, exactly, like, I just think, also hearing a voice and knowing that it's not like a robot and like it's a real human you know what i'm saying like i think that yeah. is so much better to just connect and that really just do- honestly builds your brand as an entrepreneur freelancer whatever brand you're trying to build that's why when you talked about glossier i was like that's the one thing that they're so amazing at like they probably have like ten thousand people freaking trying to text people through the instagram account but they work they make it work and it's amazing it's they great really do. so yeah yeah and We got off on a whole tangent, but it was a great tangent. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, I think the last thing that I'm going to ask you real quick is what is your top adulting advice? That is such a big thing. It could be absolutely anything. We talked about so many things in this episode, but what is something that you want to stick with people?
1: Top adulting advice. Okay, if you get nothing from me, right, but but this, hear me, make a skincare Routine. Have <laughs> have a like a ritual. Have like a morning ritual that like yes. you do every day, that like helps you. And my part of my morning ritual is literally my skincare because mm-hmm. I'm like yo, I'm trying to make sure I look good for uh-huh. a long time. So um, uh definitely create like a morning ritual or have a skincare I agree. routine because yes. Like, um, Discipline and no too yes. Yeah Discipline Like making oh up goodness. your bed Whatever Journaling in the yeah. morning Like
0: it really doesn't Adult you Like I didn't even think That you were gonna say Anything like this But I'm so glad That you <laughs> did Because the simpler The better honestly I'm actually reading The book called um, Miracle Morning Millionaire It's amazing And he talks about The importance of a morning routine and just like, even if it's the simplest thing, it can take five minutes. Just read two minutes of a book, like, doing these small little things to make your morning way better sets you up for success. It really does. So, I'm so glad you said that. That makes me so happy. I don't know why.
1: Hey, I love, like, I love this morning. uh I was li- not gonna lie, this morning was like a little rough. I was like, mm-hmm. dang, like, adulting is not fun. Like, okay, mm-hmm. cool, got it. But then I did my, I took a shower and I did my skincare routine. And I was like,
0: you know i'm feeling myself right exactly. i'm feeling myself
1: like if i took a picture right now i know i'm looking uh-huh. good so like <laughs> so i'm i cannot explain to you how good that feels to like leave your house knowing that you look good mm-hmm. and you feel good um because Agreed. could you imagine doing something like being creative that takes so much energy from you but you don't even feel like yourself mm-hmm. or like i don't want to create from a place where i don't even feel good uh-huh it reflects, it reflects it reflects in your
0: I, work too and you're just like well that wasn't the best time yeah
1: exactly so I yeah skincare that's awesome
0: care. I, it really is honestly self-care self-love gotta love it but Ooh, oh yeah. my gosh Rod! i am so happy to have had you on this episode thank you so much for sharing the mic with me i will leave all of his social medias and all that stuff down below
1: wow i appreciate you thank you that was literally this was so fun i know right um Y'all, this setup that we have here to do this podcast is legitimately fire. And if you need to learn how to do a podcast, like this is the person to ask. Like, let me just tell you, this is gonna be fire. Like, it really is. I'm so
0: excited. I will see you guys in a future episode. Bye.
1: Bye. (laughs)